I'm sorry the podcast was late this week. I was reeling from last week's episode and then the Watch What Happens Live after that with Tom Schwartz and Rob Lowe's son and Avery Singer. I was in shock from that. And then, so I was going to go record the podcast on Friday like I normally do. I like to wait till all of the Bravo Peeves podcasts have come out and listen to them first. Um, But then the weekend happened and Easter and then Easter night, that succession episode came out and I still hadn't recorded and I was like, I don't know, I was in full body shock until like midday Monday about it all. So sorry for that. Um, I will make sure to not let it happen again, although I can't promise anything, you know, life happens. But oh my God. What a week, what a week, what a week. Um, Yeah, so the Mexico vacation wedding continues. And I have some thoughts. Um, they're not like novel thoughts. They're, you know, it's it's something that if you know a little bit about reality TV, you already know. But like Katie's getting a lot of hate for showing up to Sheena's wedding when Sheena didn't want her there. Showing up with Christina Kelly to, oh no, Lala showed up with Christina Kelly to, um, to Sheena's like welcome dinner and she's getting a lot of hate for that. And... It's like, okay, obviously we can't break the fourth wall on the show, um, but Katie and Christina Kelly were contracted to be there. They had to be there. So, yeah, of course they're going to be there. Of course Katie's going to stay at the same resort because producers are not going to go off-site to a different resort and mic Katie up on a different resort, bring her over, whatever, however that would work. If she was... At another all-inclusive resort in Cancun, she couldn't then just go to the other resort. Although, you know, Schwartz did that when he was blackout drunk years ago. But, yeah, she couldn't just do that. So she had to be there. And the producers wanted her there. So I just thought it was so... And then, of course, Petty, Sheena, moves her to a different tower. And... Then sends Raquel jokingly, sorry, jokingly sends uh, Raquel to to Katie's room to let her know that she can't use the swim up bar, the preferred pool bar. Now, obviously, I don't know how this resort works. Um, I'm almost like half tempted to like call them and talk to um, someone that works there and try to figure it out. But guests like she wasn't going to access like the swim up bar that James Kennedy and um and uh Sheena and Brock had attached to their rooms right but they have access to the pools they're staying at the resort and it was just i i guess like Sheena you know said that she was joking but it didn't sound like a joke when it flashed back to her asking one of the girls to do it Raquel obviously didn't take it as a joke um, what was the guy's name? The server at Schwartz and Katie's dinner <laughs> when he walks up to the table and he's like, Senorita Bubba and like hands the, the hot plate and she's just like, they're in the middle of the fight and oh my God, it's so awkward. He keeps calling her Bubba, but wanting to like shorten it to Bub because it's like the, the more platonic version. And she's just like, why don't you just call her Katie? 
Okay. Just like your name is Tom. Why don't you call her Katie? Why don't you grow the fuck up? But he won't ever. Um, wearing the like, like the polyester suit with the Adidas slides to dinner and just acting like a douchebag. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, again, I don't know why they're trying to like make a friendship happen at this moment. Clearly they're two different people in two very different places. And (sighs) it is kind of nice to have that closure though, to be like, okay, obviously I'm glad I did this and this is more confirmation of why I did this and why it's not going to work out. But yeah, it was painful, painful to watch. The waiter definitely broke it up with some comedy, but it was painful to try to sit there and watch Tom Schwartz say that he was a good husband. And I'll get into the watch what happens live. He did in a minute, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't know how he came to that conclusion at all. So then Raquel awkwardly goes to Katie's room. Katie's in there talking to Christina, like upset about this fight she just had with Schwartz at dinner. (sighs) I don't need to recap like this entire thing, right? Like there's other podcasts you can listen to if you want to recap or you can just watch the freaking show. But I'm just here to talk about my thoughts. Um... This was really awkward to watch. It was Katie's retort was hilarious. <laughs> it was almost like a Christopher like a scene in a Christopher Guest movie where like yeah, it's just it's the point of watching is that the characters are so awkward. And oh my god, speaking of awkward and cringe. Okay, that kiss at the end of the episode with Schwartz and Raquel like I felt everything in my body like ick, ick, ick. It was so disgusting. And then before that, when Raquel's in her confessional with the Muppet sleeves, with the furry, I mean, I don't theoretically have a problem with what she was wearing, but the way she was like making her sleeves talk like Muppets and it just didn't make any sense. It wasn't like... It just didn't make any sense. Like, she's talking, she's comparing Katie, Lala, and um, Christina Kelly to the old guys in the Muppets. Um, and, yeah, it was like, it's it's a line that's been used before on the show. And she just, I don't know, it's just like, I don't know if a producer, like, told her to say that. I just don't know. It was very weird. I didn't enjoy it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Everyone's there for the, um, like, the party the night before. It's a white party. So Katie and Christina Kelly were black. Um, Lala tells Katie that Christina Kelly, like, went to Sheena's room and they cut to like her going to Sheena's room and just like apologizing like for anything that she may have said about her crop top wedding dress and Sheena's just like I I appreciate that and it was just like and Katie is annoyed um so full disclosure I watched this episode twice I watched it like the night it came out and then I watched it again over the weekend and the first time I'm just like yeah that's really annoying the second time I'm like um, 
Katie just doesn't want anyone that she is not getting along with to get along, if that makes sense. Like, she's so annoyed with Sheena that the fact that Christina Kelly, like, went to go apologize to Sheena for her, like, their own stuff, like, that annoyed her, too. And I do get where she's coming from, and I do think Katie gets, like, crazy amounts of hate for no reason. Like, the reasons are that she gets hate is that she, quote, never smiles. If I was in a relationship for, what, 10, 12 years, they were married for, like, six years, with Tom Schwartz, I probably wouldn't smile that much either. There probably wouldn't be that much to smile about. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> when um I don't know like when this was from, but that clip was circulating with Tom Schwartz, Katie, while they were still married. Um, or maybe it was right before they got married, because I think it was like season six. Anyway, they're on Watch What Happens Live, and that guy names named Biff calls in and he's like talking about all the reasons why Tom Schwartz sucks basically and Katie's like sitting there laughing smiling like because it was all true stuff he poured the beer on her head he never takes her side um got her ring on a string um you know all these things that she didn't you know didn't like cheated on her obviously um, and only came clean about it when Jax was, you know, Jax had proof on his phone and was going to tell her anyway. Oh my God. I just, yeah, she, so Katie, as we all know, suffered a traumatic brain injury when she fell through a skylight. Like she talks about how she didn't just like scar up her jaw. She had a brain injury. And if you don't know anything about brain injuries, I highly suggest looking them up. I mean, a lot worse could have happened to her personality based on that, but your personality might probably has a good chance of changing during a traumatic brain injury, and it seems like that's what happened to Katie. Is she the bubbliest person? No, but I don't think she's ever claimed to be. She's a good person, and she didn't, has never deserved, like, any of the treatment she got from Schwartz or, like, a lot of the the viewers. <sighs> and how are you gonna how are you gonna hate on the people that have been on the cast the longest of this show that you supposedly love watching so much? Like you do have to give credit to Katie and Sheena. They are the like OGs now. Um yeah. I am so burnt out on the Scandal News by now, but then of course I say that and then something new breaks like every freaking day or at least every freaking week. Like I feel like so much has happened this past week. The Howie Mandel interview happened today. Full disclosure, I'm recording this on Tuesday. Um, and that was painful to watch because no accountability was taken by Tom Sandoval. He was just completely putting the blame back on Ariana, which if he truly felt the way that he's saying he feels to make his image look good, all this stuff about it's not about me and I know that what I did was wrong, I'm not condoning my actions, then you wouldn't be then trying to explain and and condone and reason away all of your actions, just completely throwing Ariana 
Ariana under the bus, like saying that you're scared of her. She's crazy, like crazy making her for your bad decisions. Like, okay, maybe you did, you know, maybe your relationship wasn't great and you got feelings for someone else. That's when you break it off, dude. That's when you break it off before something more serious happens or maybe like, oh, you're drunk and something happens one time. No, this was going on for seven months. And then at the beginning of the interview, he says that he, um, it's not about the house. It's not about the house. And then it's like, um, how he asks him if he's still a partner of the house. He's like, yeah, but he won't leave the house. It's not about the house, but he won't leave the house. It's like, he was just, it wasn't so as like, he was definitely more like thought about what he was going to say before he was say it, like more calculated than Schwartz was in his responses, but he was contradicting himself just the same, like saying stuff that made no sense. And expecting he thinks you can tell that he thinks he's smarter than everyone because he's saying stuff that makes not a lick of sense and then he expects everyone to like you know just it's just because they don't understand it it's just because I'm like so much smarter than them I just my thoughts about these wedding episodes so far um I don't know how long these shows love to drag out the weddings over like multiple episodes but I realize it's a lot, it's a big chunk of the season and there's a lot of drama going on. Um, but yeah, Sheena seems like more invested in what everybody else is doing at her wedding. And she was like, she was like this, um, well, actually it was kind of different with her first wedding to Shay. Like she got really upset with her um, wedding planner her like Groupon wedding planner who was, you know, giving her wrong directions, like letting her get lost, disappearing for hours at a time. And, um, the mix up with the, (laughs) with Tina singing the song that she walked down the aisle to and all that. But we didn't see a whole lot of her like focusing on what other people were doing until the next morning when she had everybody clean up after. (laughs) She had everybody, all of her, not all of her wedding guests, but the crew, like the, the cast, um, cleaning up after the wedding. Anyway, um, the budget is bigger here. Katie said on Nick Files podcast that she went on this past week or was it aired this past week, um, that like events like this where they're going to go anyway, like they pay for the event, like the wedding, like Sheena paid for that wedding and the rooms, like everybody paid for their own rooms. Like Katie paid for the room that she was in. It wasn't paid for by production. That's another whole piece to this, but, um, yeah, anyway. Um, but she's so invested in like what Katie's doing, who Lala's bringing to dinner. She's like worried about, um, finding Schwartz, a hookup. (sighs) And somebody said, I can't remember if it was Katie or Lala, one of them said, like, Sheena's been more concerned about, like, uh, being on the show more, like, she wanted to be featured more, which, like, we're there for her wedding, obviously, like, we know that, and she just wants to make sure everybody knows that, because she's worried about, at this point um, of filming, she's worried about being featured less on the show, being kicked off the show, and or being like phased out of the show maybe a little bit so that's why she's like 
ooh, Raquel, who's my really good friend, should make out with shorts. And that's a way, like, and me, like, facilitating this is a way for me to get, like, more airtime. I don't know if Sheena, like, confirmed that yet or not. I can't see that they would be, like, phasing Sheena out of the show without a good reason. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, so she's, like, forcing her way. Like, so she's there for her wedding. She wants everybody to know it's her wedding. But she, like, she's, like not focusing on having a good time. There's, like, little snippets here and there of her, like, wanting to have a good time, but then it's, like, she's worried what everybody else is doing. And I don't know. She can't, like, sit there and say, like, Lala, Katie, and Christina are being mean girls at her wedding when she's not including them. I mean, she's including Lala and gets mad when she... (sighs) When James at the dinner, at the dinner before... When the episode starts, like the dinner that carried over from last episode, um, when he stirs the pot and he's like, Lala said she's not, she doesn't want to go in the boat anymore. (laughs) I hate to say it, but I do love drunk James. I mean, sober James is just as funny and that's a thing. Like he's just funny, but, um, like drunk James definitely like stirring the pot, stirring the drama. And then, of course, Sheena gets upset because Lala said she might not want to go on the boat. <sighs> but I get it. Like, she says that she wants to feel safe. She Like, she's going to be on the water. Like, that's not a... That doesn't... That's, not everybody likes being on a boat. I mean, I don't know if Lala does or doesn't, but not everybody does. So that's A. And then B, like, we know that Lala's sober. And... In sobriety, it's like people, places, and things. You want to be around people, places, and things that you feel safe around. So I don't know if she felt like her like it was a sobriety safe thing, but like I could see that, like wanting to like not be around someone that triggers her, like Raquel does, like poking at her, like you know, who knows? Like she has every right to not want to be around somebody like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be around it either. And the thing is, Lala was saying on her podcast, she's like, if we didn't know what we know now, like she said, quote, Raquel would have won the season. (sighs) I still don't think that she would have whatever won the season means. Like, I still wouldn't be on her side in any of this because I think it's disgusting. Um, oh my God, I could like break... (sighs) The thing is, I started recording this, and then I didn't even know that Sandoval was going on um, Howie Mandel's podcast. It was like, what is it? Is Howie Mandel trying to become like Howard Stern, except his daughter's like there too, and it's just weird. Like, um, yeah, I don't know, but so he doesn't. So Howie Mandel admits that he knows nothing about the show. His daughter's there, who does who quote, never misses an episode, and she seemed to know what she was talking about, but she barely said anything throughout the whole thing, because her dad, Howie Mandel, was too busy talking about how, like, justifying Tom Sandoval's actions, and he knows Tom Sandoval as a friend, like, Tom, yeah, Tom Sandoval's band drummer's wife works for Howie, so it's like, he has, like, a vested interest in, like, in, like, um, making sure this guy, Tom Sandoval, Tom Scandoval, he introduced himself as Scandoval, first of all, to, as last show. It's like, he obviously does not care. Like, he thinks any press is good press. 
on some level. But then he goes on Howie Mandel's show knowing he's not going to be, like, lit up. Because Howie's his friend. He has, like, he wants um, his employee's husband to do well, right, in his band or whatever. Like, I would assume. And the way he was just, like, he's like, who's Sheena? He didn't know any of the cast, the other cast members. He didn't know any of them. He doesn't even know Ariana or Raquel. Maybe just from, like, photos of looking at them. But he doesn't know them. He's like, I don't understand why this is such a big deal. And it's like, you can't say that when you've never seen the show. When you haven't been seeing the show. Of course you wouldn't get it. And it was just a useless interview. It's like, when you talk to your friend and you realize, like, they're the toxic one from everything that you're telling you. (laughs) Like, there were little snippets here and there where Howie was like, oh, well, actually, that does sound really bad. Like... (laughs) and you could tell he was like oh what did I get myself into and it's like yeah because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you're listening to your friend like tell his side of the story which is complete bullshit Bravo TV is probably really freaking pissed off that um Tom Sandoval went in like he didn't even say that much but he said what I assume he's gonna say what he said at the reunion that's not going to air until starting May 24th. It's a three-part plus, three, at least three-part reunion that we're not going to see for another over a month. I'm sure Bravo's pissed. I know Andy Cohen's pissed. He said that um, Howie Mandel's the jackal of the week for doing that, for giving an interview to Tom Sandoval when he does nothing about the show. <sighs> When you know nothing about a show and the guy that's in trouble on the show is your friend, of course you're going to, you know, it was just, I don't know. Um, Where was I going with that? (sighs) Yeah, just. Yeah, but what I wanted to mention from that, and there's a million things I could mention, but this is like the what I was on the top of my mind for part of it, other than the hypocrisy about the house thing. I mean, there's a lot. Okay, so let me just start with, so he's talking about, so how he asks him about how he, um, maybe I should just play the clip. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't even want to give it that many more views. Um. But Howie asks him, you know, so so Tom Sandoval confirms that him and Raquel made out maybe more before Sheena's wedding. So we know now from the episodes currently airing, Sheena's wedding, Schwartz, this last one ended with Schwartz and Raquel doing that really awky kiss, awkward kiss. And so that was after... Sandoval had made out with Raquel and we think that they fucked in the car actually um Tom Sandoval said it was in his backyard whatever they they messed around and then and then so Sandoval's trying to um get Schwartz and Raquel to kiss like he's with Sheena trying to get them to make out at Sheena's um white party before her wedding and Howie Mandel's daughter's like, did you do that to, like, essentially, like, cock block yourself to, like, so that you wouldn't be tempted to 
to get with Raquel because you're with Ariana and technically he's single. It's still weird. And he's like, no, I just thought like Raquel's a really great girl and like Tom's single and she's single. And I just thought like they like so that we could all hang out more. Like maybe they should start dating. Then we can all hang out together more. Like they aren't already hanging out him and Schwartz and her all the time anyway. It's just like, what? And, um, and he said that, that Schwartz was initially like, like, yeah, he went, he went in for a kiss at the wedding, whatever. Like, I still don't know what that's freaking about because it was like writing Katie's eyes. It was just to make her jealous. It was just very weird. But we know that Sandoval was like, basically like pushing their heads together, <laughs> like wanting them to make out. And, th and the re that's the reason he gave. And then Schwartz was initially like, no, I don't know. Like, I don't really like feel that way about Raquel, blah, blah, blah. And he said later, like after they kissed, like he said it was like kissing his sister, which we all know everybody in this group says, loves to say it was like, oh, that's my sister. That's my sister. And then they end up sleeping with them. But anyway, and it's just like, oh, you mean Schwartz had the initial thought that he didn't want to hook up with somebody in the friend group? And you wanted that to happen? Like, no, like, that's the right, like, it doesn't matter if you think Raquel's gorgeous and witty and whatever, all this other stuff that she's not, but you think she is. So you think that she should be with somebody in the friend group. Is it the guy that just, just got divorced that she should be with? Is he the only single guy in this group? Like, I'm seriously asking, maybe he is, but like, why, dude? Why? I... I don't know. It's just like, and then he said that he felt something for the first time when they kissed, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's when you break it off. That's when you break it off. Not seven months later. Not after you've, like, gone and snuck around and, like, did all this, like, like, tried to get Ariana to couples therapy. Oh, yeah. He said his plan was to break up with Ariana in front of the couples therapist that they mutually decided to go see together. She thinks they're there to work on their relationship, so she starts improving the things that therapist is like, yeah, like, this is what you could do, which is what you learn in therapy. You learn, like, what you can do. You can't control another person, but by you working on you, things improve, and that's what was happening. He's like, she was the sweetest she's ever been, and it was the greatest it had ever been, which just complete total erasure that the better part of the relationship was actually good. And... <sighs> but he should breathe and yeah um just and then yes yeah, so she starts improving and then he says she was obsessed with him and he was scared of her and that she became crazy when she asked about wanting to um get his sperm and fertilize the eggs that she had frozen to create embryos which is actually like a total the next step after freezing your eggs is you get them, you get um, embryos with your partner because embryos are more viable. I don't know the whole like whole details, but I know the embryos are more viable than like they keep longer or whatever. Like they're more viable, better chance of conception, blah, 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 blah whatever. Like she was, she was taking the steps that the therapist, her intuition, whatever was clearly telling her, this is the next step. And he didn't have the balls to break it off with her. 
you're gonna drag it out through a couple and then if you're gonna if you say you're gonna break up with her in front of the couple's therapist then why didn't he and then he totally contradicted himself later. He's like, yeah, that's when I should have broken up with her when, when she said that she was, um, oh, no, no, no. When, when she came to him, supposedly about the embryos, he said that he was thinking in his head. He's like, what? We're broken up. And then he goes on, he says right after that to Howie, he says, that's when I should have broken up with her. And it's like, well, you just said that you were broken up. So you have to break up with her twice. I just, I don't know. I don't know, Ariana's not, she's so unbothered by all this right now, like, I don't know, I just, I think he's creepy, and I, he's obviously a liar, we didn't need that full, like, whatever the frick that was, because it was all lies anyway, nothing he said, we can't believe anything that comes out of his or Raquel's mouths, so there's no point, like, interviewing them, there just isn't. I know this was a move to, like, save the face. The band's going on tour, and Howie's employee's husband is in this band with Tom. So, of course. I mean, some internet sleuth found out that, that she, you know, in her leaked, her, his, uh, Jason's the guy's name. He's the drummer for the, whatever the, his band's name is, Sandy's Bandy. He's married to this woman who's on her LinkedIn profile says she works for Howie Mandel. And then Howie even says, and think, like, it's not a secret, but it's just, <laughs> it's almost like, and I feel like, um, like tongue in cheek, like Howie, like a few times throughout the interview was like, yeah, I'm here because this is somebody that I know, like through people, like every interaction I've had with him is good. That's like, wait, that's what, um, that's what someone says after, like, oh, my God. That's what people say after, like, someone that they've known or, like, met a few times that seemed like a totally normal, nice guy gets, like, arrested for murder. That's what the people, like, their their neighbors would be like. They seemed like a totally normal person. He was always, like, he was always, like, bringing me uh, band t-shirts or whatever the, f I don't know. He brought them Tom Tom t-shirts as, like, some, some weird bribe. I don't even know. Ugh. And then Tom Sandoval says he's been living, like, he's, he's been living, like, he, since this whole thing broke, he's been living, not since, not since he's been hiding around, sneaking around. Since this whole thing broke, he's been um, living like as if he was a um, like in hiding as he'd committed a murder. And I was like, that's a weird analogy. He's like, I haven't showered. I haven't bathed. I haven't slept. I haven't ate. And um, I don't know. I don't feel sorry for you, dude. I just don't. I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry. <laughs> like you did this to yourself. If he had any... And it's, you know, maybe he doesn't have remorse. So, like, I guess don't fake remorse if you don't have it, whatever. But for him to take this opportunity to, like, throw Ariana under the bus even more during that interview, he could have just been like, I know what I did was wrong. It was wrong. And then not made excuses for it. Just been like, I know what I did was wrong. 
the pull to Raquel was too strong and I couldn't resist it or wherever the, he was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> he was like when they were talking in the, in the car after he drove her home after that night, the guy's night, it's supposedly when like for the first kiss happened after guy's night. He said they were talking all through the night until the sun came up and they were talking, their faces were so close together and they just started kissing. Like he said that their faces were like magnetically getting closer and closer together Okay, bro, even though that's disgusting, just say that. You don't have to go into all this stuff about how Ariana scared you. Like, what? I guess, like, the, like, not wanting to give up his, like, part of the house makes sense. The fact that he kept calling them a brand, their brand together. Okay, you still find a way to tell her. <sighs> I don't even want to give it any more attention than it's already gotten because I don't think he deserves any more attention. He just wants attention. And he doesn't care too much whether or not it's positive or negative attention. Um, he compared, who did he compare himself to? <sighs> he compared himself to, oh, to Donald Trump or something? I don't know. He compared himself to somebody like, He's like, I don't know why I'm getting this much attention. I'm not. Blah, blah, blah. Just like, well, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to give you any more attention either. So, I have been watching. I started watching because, like, it started playing right after the episode um, of Vanderpump Rules. It started, well, obviously, Watch What Happens Live. Okay, so actually, let's talk about Watch What Happens Live, because I was, I was screaming. I was screaming. I was full body chills. Like, everything that Schwartz was saying, I was like, this is crazy. But I, I loved that he wasn't, like, he wasn't thinking about what he was going to say. And apparently, so Andy went on his radio show the next day, and he's like, yeah, I told him, like, you don't have to, you know, like, you can answer the question in, like, a glib way or whatever, and then just stop. And then once you've stopped, then I'll go. I'll talk and, like, ask another question. Like, um, you know, it's just, just like you've answered the question when you stop. Like, I'm not going to, like, pry more. Like, maybe I will, but, like, wait for me to pry more. Like, don't just, like, divulge everything. <laughs> don't just, like, did it anyway. And it was great. It was, like, He could have just talked for, and he basically did, like, Rob Lowe's son was there. To, I don't even know his name. I'm sorry. But, like, he, he seemed like a really nice guy. But, like, the whole show was Tom just going on and on about how um, Raquel is Tom Sandoval's heroine. And, by the way, Howie Mandel compared Raquel to crack. So, I guess Raquel's in a an addictive substance. I don't know. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, <laughs> he called, he called Katie a monster. And then he called Tom Sandoval a monster. Katie a monster in the beginning. He said that Katie was a monster in the beginning of their relationship. And then, Later on in the show, he called Tom Sandoval a monster for what he's done. And it's like, I'm going to need you to, like, differentiate those a little bit. Because Katie didn't 
sleep with your one of your best friends behind your back for seven months. Like, what's a monster? Like, let's get our yeah, let's get it straight. And then he didn't even need to say that. He could have just like, like he kept saying stuff that Andy was. And Andy's face was cracking me up. He just kept saying stuff that Andy was like, okay, okay, hmm. <laughs> And, um, yeah, like, it was totally, it was funny. It was really funny. I, I yelped when he was like, oh, Tom Sandoval's a monster, but, like, give him a hug if you see him. And then he's like, <laughs> Andy asked if he thinks that Raquel and Tom are gonna, like, make it, like, long term, and he's like, I don't think so. I, it's doomed. They're toxic. But, you know, let's see if love win, wins in the end. It's just like... <laughs> Tom Schwartz is like the definition of like... Well, and I guess the other Tom, too. It's like the definition of like if you talk for long enough, it's like you're going to totally contradict yourself. And what's so funny about the Tom Schwartz interview is like usually these people are like media prepped to a certain degree where like they're not like I don't know <laughs> I don't know I don't know if it was good for Bravo TV and his agents and him or not but like it was good for us like it was good for the viewers because he definitely like said it all he said that that um they were only in love since January Tom and Raquel um, but he went out to, Tom Sandoval went to his nine, nine, ten or nine year anniversary dinner with Ariana in January at the same restaurant he took Raquel to after the reunion. And <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. And oh yeah, he said that they, um, that they hooked up at Sheena's wedding so that Tom Sandoval and um, Raquel hooked up at Sheena's wedding. Anyway, yes, now that we've talked about that. Um, so it started playing Southern Hospitality right after this episode of Vanderpump Rules and Watch What Happens Live. Um, and I didn't I didn't stop it like I normally do when something auto plays. I was like, oh, OK. It's like this. It's like the South Carolina version of. It's like this Charleston, South Carolina version of Vanderpump Rules, and these kids are still in their 20s, and um, it was entertaining, I have to say, and Leva, the um, the owner of these places, she has these places on the same street, like Lisa does in, in LA, and uh, in West Hollywood, um, and so, yeah, so it was interesting. I liked it. I I want to see more. I thought we were going to get a reunion at the end, but then it just kind of like wanted to start playing Southern Charm. And I was like, nope, nope, delete, delete. Um, anyway, so it's Wednesday. And so um, new episode of Vanderpump Rules tonight. I don't need to see any more of that kiss. Can we just pick up after it's over? That would be great. And then, um, well, actually, the, to be fair, the first seven minutes are on bravotv.com already, so I've already seen them. But And we do pick up with that awkward kiss. I know that. 
but I'm just so over it. Um, and then Lala Kent is on Watch What Happens Live afterwards. I'm so freaking excited. <sighs> I hope she tears Sandoval a new one. Um, it has been confirmed that Bravo TV is pissed at Sandoval for giving that interview to Howie Mandel before the reunion airs. And I would be too. I would be too. I'm pissed for all of us. And yeah, so we'll continue to watch what happens live, see what happens. And I will just be back sooner next week, next uh, episode of my podcast with with the deets. Um, I might try to start recording these with the info fresh in my brain. It just sometimes feels like I need a couple of days to process everything. So there you go. Um, This is what you're getting this week, and I will be back next week. Alrighty.